Welcome to Enforcing Purpose Through Prayer. This podcast is designed to empower you by teaching and demonstrating how to pray, reconcile, and declare the scriptures. I pray that you walk away not just encouraged, but also equipped to enforce your God design through your own personal prayer times. Hello, hello, good evening, and welcome to Enforcing Purpose Through Prayer. Um, I am so excited to um, once again just um, connect with you tonight through the scripture and really just um, do some demonstration as we connect with the word and what the word is saying to us and the right and the authority that God has given to us to really use the word to enforce what is really true in our lives. So once again, this is about really um, connecting the dots between what we know God is saying Um, Yet there's a reality that we're living and how do I enforce the truth of kingdom principles to come into my reality so that my reality is a reflection of what God says is true for me. So tonight's scripture passage is coming to you from James chapter 1 and I'm actually going to read it to you in two different versions. Um, I'm going to read it to you from New King James first. Um, And I'm going to start in verse 2. So I'm in James chapter 1, verse 2. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So that's verses 2 through 4. When I read it to you out of the Passion, it says, My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties... See it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power within you to endure all things. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. Um, So this passage um, is more than just an encouragement. It's actually speaking a promise of what is possible in our lives. Um, I like to talk to my clients a lot about considering your God possibilities. Um, And when God says, I want you to consider all your trials and your tribulations, joys, joy, he's not just saying, hey, this is something I want to encourage you into. He's saying, this is actually your God possibility, your God potential that you as a believer can walk through trials and tribulations differently than the world does. That when I love that it says as though you're facing nothing, when you're facing nothing but difficulties, you can see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience even the greatest joy in those moments. Is that possible? If the Bible says it, if the word says it, then I believe it. So again, here's a truth that's being presented to us, yet the reality that we struggle with, which is when I am walking through trials and tribulations, how do I really come to this place where I can consider all joy? Now, I have often thought, okay, I'm going to come to a place after the trial and tribulation where I'm going to look back and say, Oh, I can consider that trial and tribulation joy now because when I look back, I see all the things that came out of it and the way God grew me through it and the positive things uh, that came forth from it. But this passage is actually, actually saying while you're in the midst of the trial and the tribulation that we can consider it joy. Now, I want to say this, that God is not saying that it has to be enjoyable. He is saying that we can consider it all joy. 
Why? Because there's a truth that we know that God is promising in this passage. And the truth is saying, if you understand the way that I work, that it is actually through trials and tribulations that I am perfecting the person of Christ in you, that they are necessary, that you would be complete and mature in Christ. If we really knew that, if we understood what that means and we really believed it, then wouldn't we automatically welcome and consider those moments joy? Because we know that God is using it for something greater, to perfect something in us. I tell people all the time, it's never really about your circumstance. It's always about what God is doing in you and through the circumstance. So let's pray into this passage and really just kind of um, demonstrate how we would use the truth that is being told. And it's not to beg God to bring joy into my heart, but to declare that it is joyful in the midst of trials and tribulations. So Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus, and I just thank you, God. I praise you and I worship you, God, that your word says, I can count it all joy when I fall into various trials and tribulations. God, first and foremost, I recognize, Lord, that I live in a world where I'm going to experience trial and tribulation. Um, God, and I don't want to have to live on this roller coaster of joy, but I want joy to be the sustenance of my life. I want it to be the foundation. I want it to be the consistency of my life. Um, And so, Father, trials and tribulations are going to come and they're going to go. But, Father, I want and I declare, God, that your joy is an anchor for me in the midst of trials and tribulations. God, I shift my mindset from fearing or worrying or being overwhelmed by trials and tribulations. And I shift my mind right now in the name of Jesus into understanding and believing you, God, when you say that the joy can or that the trial can be considered all joy because I have a knowing in my knower that God is going to bring me out on top. I have a knowing in my knower, God, that you have a desire to perfect me, to bring me into my greatest potential, to bring me into my greatest God possibilities, God, to refine me, to bring me to a place where I am completely mature and lacking nothing. God, I, I rebuke any thought in my mind, any doubt in my mind that would cause me to question that you are good or that you are doing a good thing in the midst of any trial or tribulation. God, I reconcile my my mind with your truth right now. And I agree, God, that every trial and tribulation is useful. It is useful for growing me, for grooming me, for perfecting me, for completing me, God, that I would want for nothing, God, that I would not feel like I'm missing anything, but I would feel the completeness and the wholeness that you have brought to me through the person of Jesus Christ that lives and breathes within me. God, bring the knowing into my knower that I know that I know that I know that, God, you are producing a perfect faith in me. God, I speak to my mind right now in Jesus' name, and I call it forth the joy in the mind of Christ that I would be like you, that I would think like you, that I see like you. God, I recall unto unto my mind that you say that I have been given the mind of Christ. And just as you have an understanding in the midst of trial and tribulation of this world, that there is a spiritual happening going on in that moment, that even though I may be experiencing trial and tribulation in the natural, God, that in the spirit, God, I'm experiencing 
experiencing a rejoicing. I'm experiencing a knowledge. I'm experiencing a wisdom, God. I'm experiencing, God, something that's not of this world. So I thank you, Lord, that I am not like the people in this world. I don't respond to the world the way people do. I don't respond the way the world does, but God, I respond in accordance to your love, confident, God, that you are working even in trials, especially in trials and tribulations. I declare that I count it all joy. I speak to myself, Lisa, you declare that it is joy. You consider it joyful when you face trials and tribulations because you know, you are convinced, you are established in the truth that even in trials and tribulation. God is working all things out for your good and that he desires more than anything that you would not be immature, left incomplete, that you would be lacking in anything. But it is God's desire to continuously to grow me into the person of Jesus Christ, that you are on an increase from glory unto glory, that every day in trial and in tribulation, God is growing you and grooming you in Jesus name. I speak this over you, Lisa. In Jesus' name. Now watch how I'm just going back and forth from declaring the word to actually reconciling it with myself by speaking truth into my own life, by telling my mind what to think, by telling my mind where to land the plane. And so I speak to even any angst, any emotion in Jesus' name that would come with trial and tribulation. And I settle you into the peace that comes by the knowledge and the choice that I know that I know that God is working all things out for my good, that he is growing me and grooming me. God, I thank you. I rejoice in knowing that I can be confident in this, that God, you who began a good work in me will carry it out until completion. You are not just the author or the beginner of my faith, but you are the finisher and the completion of my faith. Father, I thank you that you sustain me and you grow me in the midst and through trials and tribulations. I rejoice in my trial and my tribulation. Hallelujah. God, I thank you that even as I'm praying, God, I'm coming into a total agreement with you. Yes, God, I understand, Lord, that even in the spirit, when I look at it, God, I don't even know how to tr- how to define what would be a trial and what would be a tribulation because the world defines trial and tribulation. But my God says, all is good. All things are working out for my good. All things are being used to grow me, to groom me, to mature me. God, I even speak against the the understanding that the world has embedded into my mind that would say, this is good and this is bad. God, I speak over my mind right now and I, I, I speak to you mind, I speak to you eyes, I speak to you heart, and I tell you to see things from a spiritual perspective. To set your mind on things above and not on earthly things. To see things from a kingdom perspective and not from a worldly perspective. To see things from God's perspective and not through the perspective of my emotions or my intellect or what the circumstance is telling me in the moment. God, and I thank you that in that there is a strength that rises up that says, yes, I will come out not only triumphant through this trial and tribulation, but I will grow through it. That I will become more perfect, more like you, more mature, lacking in nothing and more complete in you. Father, what a glorious God you are and what a truth you have given to me. 
And so I pray John 14, 26, Holy Spirit, that even as I'm walking through a trial and tribulation, that your word would jerk me into the line, into an alignment with this truth, that I would see it as good, that I would embrace it and I would count it all joy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that I pray. Amen and amen. All right, so this is just kind of a demonstration for you on how to use the scriptures to really speak and enforce what is true and what could be and what should be and what your God design is and what your God possibilities are. Thanks for joining me tonight. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have found this powerful and effective for you, share it with your friends. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week. I hope you found this episode encouraging and empowering. It is my desire that we learn together how to grow more intimate with God through prayer. To learn more about other services and products, go to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. I look forward to connecting with you next week.